Welcome to another edition of The Throne Room with Beth Tarasi. I'm sorry I haven't done the podcast and I haven't really been able to talk much in the podcast because there are no interviews this week. There is nobody available to interview and I haven't gotten any good paragraphs in my email about wanting to be part of the podcast. And I will show you guys how you can be part of the podcast. And I would love to have guests on the podcast who've been on there prior, but I've only gotten at least two, maybe even three people on my podcast. I want to extend my sincere apology to Blind Metal Gamer, as he is known on the internet. He is not going to be able to have me as a co-host because of Denver Women's Chorus. And the Denver Women's Chorus is, well, how do I say it? The Denver Women's Chorus is, well, how do I say this? Um, I'm just gonna, here we go. Sorry, I I was just going in and turning on do not just, I honestly am very guilty of this. I confess, but this is going to be a little long of an intro for the podcast. As we are speaking, there has been a lot going on in the news, and I'd like to give my viewpoints on what happened in the news. To be quite honest, I think it's extremely important that people, that people who are listening kind of give a little thing. There's got to be a thing that people can, you know, tell me or two about the news and how they feel about it and things like that. Um, Eventually I am going to interview more people, but we do need to get more people to listen. And I want more people to interview for the podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and go into how you can do that. Please send a detailed, albeit good paragraph. (laughs) I am not going to check much for mechanics and grammar and all that. Don't worry. But I do expect at least a paragraph in an email explaining who you are, what topics you'd like to cover, I can always ask for more topics if I really feel like it. Um, What day and times work for you during the week? And I will let you know how to join my podcast. Um, Blind Metal Gamer had some issue trying to get one of his guests to get on Anchor and join that. And unfortunately, that didn't work out because... The link didn't work for whatever strange reason on Facebook. So I'm going to ask all of my guests, if you do have a phone number, we will work on this with logistics, but if you want to be interviewed, I have to have some way to send you that link other than Facebook, because it won't work 
if I just post it on your timeline or if I just send it to you via Facebook Messenger, it's got to be via Twitter and it's got to be via some means, you know, because I've got to make sure you can click the link. But, you know, there's going to be a problem, I think, if people can't get it to work for them. And that's what happened to Amanda Kiernan on the blind side with Blind Metal Gamer podcast. I'm just warning people, please, you know, just we need to get a little bit on the Anchor Devs case about that. So, and because of COVID-19, podcast distributions will be a little long in coming. Although you do need to have two or more episodes on Anchor itself. But it will self-distribute all over Apple, Spotify, Overpat, Overcast, Pocket Casts, whatever. If you guys are okay with the stuff in the background, this is how it's going to be for a while. This room has some pretty good acoustics. But it's still a bit live. But I'm going to have to get a boothy microphone. Or a booth to stick my microphone into. <coughs> Excuse me. Ugh. Must have been the... Anyway. Coming up in this episode, we're going to talk about the news. And then we're going to talk about what to watch on Netflix over the weekend. And I have a serious educational docuseries in my head right now. As I am doing this, there's a docu-series that I think all women and girls should check out. And I think everybody, whether you're a woman or a man or a whatever, would really enjoy this documentary series. It's called Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. And it's on Netflix. You're going to love it. You're going to absolutely love it because... You're going to love hearing the survivors' testimonies and things like that. And I think the survivors are very courageous in coming forward. And, of course, they've got to get Gielan Maxwell. That little, that little lady's just got problems. Of course, what's really problematic is, you know, and as you'll learn, and I'll talk about this later on in another segment, but, you know, Epstein had real problems. Oh, my God. Really. He had a ton of problems. So, without further ado, on with the podcast. In the news, as my old Professor Steve Kelly used to say, Every day at Florida State, we would gather in Steve Kelly's classroom. I remember this very vividly like it was yesterday. Professor Kelly would come to the front of the room and he would say, Oh, in the news, proudly displaying headlines from the Tallahassee Democrat, which I'm surprised anybody would read that paper in a state full of, well... I'll talk about that later, but we'll just go on with his famous words in the news. 
There's been lots happening in the news lately, as of yet. Let me tell you, let me just tell you, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I've been attacked for talking about the racial issues that have been plaguing our nation. But I am going to tell you guys one thing and one thing only about the Central Park Karen, which I will explain the whole term of Karen. And she eventually dropped off the radar. I'm glad because she had to apologize to her victim. Now, if that's restorative justice, that's fine. You know, because a white person has to apologize And here's another good thing. Amy Cooper, the Central Park Karen in this case, will own up to what she did. There is no justification for racism in the world. Nowhere in the world. I have seen a lot of human rights watch tweets and little posts and things about some militant activity in Burkina Faso. What the hell is going on over there, may I ask? I mean, it's it, they're Islamic militants. And it's so sad that after Eid has passed, we've got militants over in Burkina Faso who are twisting the whole sacred whatever tablet known as the Quran. But here's the weird part. All the stuff they're doing is right there in it, word for word, verbatim, black and white. And I'm not saying that all Muslims believe it. But if you're a real Muslim and you're liberal and all that, you cannot apologize for the killing of innocents. There is no justification for the killing of innocent people, no matter what religion it is. I don't care if it's Christianity, Judaism, or... God forbid. Um, you know, it's, it's just not even justifiable. The stuff going on in Burfina, Burfina, sorry, Burkina Faso. I can't even say people's and countries' names today. But, um... The Burkina Faso is just one of the things going on in the week in human rights. There's also the United States cracking down on the WHO and Hong Kong. Trump wants a nationalist nation, and I am not happy. Then he threatened his own people on Twitter, glorifying violence, as I'd like to call it. I'm just going to warn you guys, and I'm going to make this clear. Here on the throne room with Beth Tarasi, we do not glorify violence. We do not glorify the killing of innocence. Or, God forbid, the destruction of lives. I don't value that kind of thing. What I do value is the life of those around me and those whom I have been greatly affected by. And... This includes a classmate of mine named Carlesia. And I want to talk a little bit about Carlesia. She was drained 
when she talked. On Facebook, she basically was talking the same shit that I've heard. Excuse my language. (laughs) The same stuff I've seen all over my news feed. It's cluttered with why are we keeping silent about the racial issues surrounding George Floyd. And I understand that there are a lot of people who are concerned about this. The folks in Denver are more concerning. They're more closer to me. There is, there was a protest that was going to take place in like central Denver. One took place last night. Gunshots were fired at the Capitol. Leslie Harrod, our representative, ran into the Capitol to try to keep safe. Good for her. Honestly, I'm glad she's still alive, but Leslie Harrod is one of the only queer black women of color that I have seen in a representative position doing things, not being told to smile and shut up. And she won't take the whole smile and shut up. She is amazing. I love Miss Howard and I cannot wait to see more from her. I, I just can't wait to see more from her. I have worked with Diana DeGette's office about stimulus checks and the pandemic. I participated in a town hall a couple months back and Diana DeGette's aide and her staff and people were really helpful. So I think Denver's politicians are so much better than Arizona's or Florida's and I have reason to believe that. Now, I'd like to tell you guys a little bit about something personal that has happened to me more recently in the news. When I wrote about Trenton and how much he meant to me and how much his life is valued to me, I was accused of tokenizing him by a woman on Facebook whose name I dare not reveal, but who was blocked by another friend of mine who appeared on this podcast. I am going to say this much. What this woman does not understand was the kind of things that I call people out on are true. I only speak the facts. Racists attack people because they don't want the truth getting out there. I wonder if this is why Aubrey Dunn hasn't even damn messaged me in a while. And Aubrey Dunn is a young girl from Iowa that I had been in contact with for a while. I wonder if she's being held in isolation because of COVID-19. I wonder if she was told not to have a Facebook account by her home group people. I wanna make sure she's okay. And if anyone knows of her whereabouts, please just message me in some way. I'm just saying so. I do worry about her because of possible guardian isolation and the fact that she might've been bugged in her ear by one of the guys that I called out for being a racist. There are two guys I had to call out for being racist because they had a conversation with a very dear friend of mine that was inadmissible and completely unacceptable. They said things to my friend that was just hurtful about the police review board that he put in place. He helped put that in place in Phoenix, Arizona. And these two guys are like, oh, but then the criminals will get more power than the cops. No. You know what? 
I think the Civilian Review Board is a great idea. Because the civilians are the ones that... Okay. The civilians are the boss of cops. We decide how much protection we want, who we want, and so on. And the people are the boss in a democracy. Okay? If, for example, I run for a Senate office or a congressional seat, if I do something wrong, well, goddamn, you fire me, okay? But if I was not running for a political office and I see something that somebody is doing wrong, then by God, I'm going to go to the ballot box and fire their asses in the ballot box, okay? I am going to fire the people that make the world a worse place to live for me and others like us. But here's another issue that I'm having a problem with. This is what I'm having a problem with. There are blind men and women alike who are accusing me of either being too overprotective of Trenton, being racist, by their own thing and they are apologizing for sighted people and their behavior which may be disorderly and not very good. I was threatened when I called out those two other blind men that I that I know had the conversation with my friend. I was threatened for putting the screenshot of said conversation in my WordPress blog, which I barely write in these days let alone my Medium blog, but I do want to write my Medium blog. And that's the other thing. That's the thing. I'm trying not... I'm not trying to be mean or anything. But here's the issue. I think the person who called and threatened me on the phone, she didn't even leave me her name, so I'll just call her Karen, the Avalar Karen. The Avalar Karen called me up months ago and threatened to cause me pain. This is not something I would want to reveal here on a podcast, but you guys... If you're going to target somebody, don't do it. Just shut up. If you're racist and or you want to kowtow to people who are powerful and have jobs and so on, just shut up. Just shut up. Okay? Because my life and the life of my partner and someday our children, our pets, and our relatives... His mom, my mom, everybody else and their cousin. That's more important to me. But if you try to burn and vandalize my property over something like this, you'll not only be vandalizing my property. Well, here's the issue. If my property gets burnt and vandalized, I am going to make you pay for the replacement. That's just how it works. If somebody vandalizes somebody's property, obviously I think the rightful punishment would be that you would have to, you know, pay for and replace 
all items that were lost in the vandalism or pay for the restoration of such items. That includes pieces of tech, beds, furniture, dishes, things we use on a daily basis. I'd have to make sure those things are also safe, but they are replaceable. Lives are not replaceable. If you kilt me or my partner, funerary costs would have to be paid for, and there would be a news media story about it. One of us will put the other's story on the news so that others can understand how bad it gets. The other thing I want to point to is that the people that I called out in the blog were also harassing me, and they were spreading medical information about me that should not have been spread. And it was all misleading. They, mis- they twisted the information to benefit their side of the story, and they basically said things about me that were not correct. I am not going to stand for any of this here on the podcast. These people will not be interviewed, will not be considered for interviews. And furthermore, the friend that I had the conversation with, I do plan to interview him. As soon as he gets his stuff together, I mean, my friend and I talk all the time. You'll, you, you, some of you might know him as Esoteric Quality. Some of you might know him as Clayton Jacobs. But this guy, he will be interviewed. And we're going to talk. Not about the incident that I'm talking about now. But we're, we're going to talk more about his album, The King of Vices. Once that gets off the ground and he goes and all this pandemic stuff. I mean, he's going to do all kinds of things to try to get investments in and out of his like you know and I also want to let all of you know while I'm talking about the news around my circle here Slauson Funk by Paul Rice Jr. Slauson spelled with a U in it not a W I don't know why the hell I spelled it with a W when I searched for it damn it um Slauson Funk by Paul Rice Jr. is on iHeart and Pandora, finally. So all of you are welcome to basically go check it out. It has the track called Down featuring Dion Walker, who was on the podcast last. I'm very happy to have had Dion on the podcast. He was really cool and stuff. But I also want to make sure that everybody is aware that isolation and saying that it, that the state of Florida is correct in giving a family control of my decision-making ability, what you're also saying is, it's okay because when your family dies, you get to be warehoused in a nursing home and isolated, and I am very worried about my life right now as it stands because I don't want to be warehoused in some goddamned nursing home, isolated, and told not to make a decision about my life. This podcast is solely my opinions, okay? And everyone has opinions. But opinions should be harmless. Opinions should not pose a danger to somebody 
or endanger somebody's life and livelihood. Those guys I mentioned in the blog are still out there. I'm not even going to name who they are, but they are members of the blind community who call themselves, maybe they're the Jeffrey Epsteins of the blind community, and I will talk about Jeffrey Epstein next segment. But not because they sex trafficked in young girls. There are probably blind people who might have sex trafficked in young girls because you know what? Blind men are more desperate than blind women or sighted men and women to do things that are just downright inappropriate. Now, there are blind men who won't go with underage people. Actually, I think the two guys aren't really Jeff, Jeff Epstein enough. If I want to find someone who I could compare to that guy, it would probably be my ex. I won't name my ex, but my ex is definitely worth an investigation because he basically is comparative to Mr. Epstein's behavior. He's dating underage girls. He's doing things he shouldn't. And... From what I heard, he's just being a butt, okay? I'm not even going to go into why. And I won't, I won't name names here, but, you know, blind people need to be a lot more coherent than we are. And I honestly would love to have Clayton do a little segment about the blind folks and how we need to be more coherent, how we need to put racism in the garbage. And there's just too many... Racism... And white supremacy are alive and thriving in the blind community. I saw a tweet about that. It was Amanie Barbran. Barbara Amani. Amani Barbran. Well, I can't remember her. I don't know if I could pronounce her username very well, but but this tweet basically said that we need to we need to look deep within ourselves and that racism and white supremacy are alive in the blind community. Anyway. Yeah. Um What else? Um I'm going to go into talking about Jeffrey Epstein a little bit and what kind of things he did. But I I kind of would like to talk about what I liked and disliked about the documentary. But it's not going to be much. But you know, you guys are going to love what I have to say about this docu-series. By the way, all the things I review for Netflix are audio described. And if anyone... I'm just going to go into an aside in my little news segment. I have a friend who loves Breaking Bad on my Facebook. My friend... I'll just... We'll call him Ryan. He loves Breaking Bad. Okay? Breaking Bad is his um, coffee. You know what I'm saying? Breaking Bad! It's Breaking Bad. Yeah. Anyway. I am going to say no more about the racial attacks on myself and others from here on out until something else happens. But I don't want anybody accusing me of tokenizing and other stuff like that. It needs to quit, okay? I don't want to have to spend half my podcast 
defending myself from people who hate me. And if there are too many haters, well, something needs to be done to find lovers out there. Yes, I have to ignore the haters and respond to the lovers. But the haters' comments are extremely dangerous to not just me, but my partner, my partner's family, and various other people. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. So how many of you are Netflix junkies? I am. How many of you have been watching docuseries like Tiger King? I have. But I'm not here to talk about Tiger King, am I? I do want to say, though, that... Just so everyone knows, for the record, I think Joe Exotic is a crazy piece of cheese that just needs to rot in prison because of the way he treated all the rest of the big cat people. Not a good idea. And I think he was probably behind Carol's husband's disappearance. I won't go into why, but that's my thought, you know. Um, I don't think Carol had anything to do with it, really. She didn't seem like a bad person. Really, she didn't seem like that bad a person, and Joe is just nuts. Murder for hire is wrong. Same with, you know, hiring somebody to jump your husband off a plane. And all that's wrong, anyway. But what I'm about to talk about is something a lot worse. Now, disclaimer, there is quite a bit of language that I may have to say. There may be language and sexual talk. I'm just going to say, I really enjoyed the Epstein documentary, the Jeffrey Epstein Filthy Rich documentary. It's a docu-series, for that matter. Netflix is famous for their docu-series, and this docu-series is no different. They have descriptions, which are really good. The descriptions are very, very vivid to me. I can almost picture the palm trees. And you know, the sad part is Florida was involved in the Jeffrey Epstein thing. I am ashamed that I even came from there, honestly. Because Palm Beach is all wealthy people. Ew. I'm just going to say ew and move on. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Palm Beach? uh Uh-uh. I don't want to live there. I don't want to live nowhere in Florida because... Florida is responsible for not only porn, there's so much of a dark side to the state, and they were complicit or complacent in letting Jeffrey Epstein or Jeffrey whatever his damn last name is, they were they were complacent in letting Jeffrey run around doing his dirty shit all day. It's just like why? They were letting him run around and abuse girls. And he pled a lesser charge so that he didn't have to register. Well, I think he did register on the Florida sex offender list, but it didn't really go beyond that. What the hell? I want to say what the hell to that because, you know, and I think that the survivors would probably agree with me on this, but 
But Jeffrey was just a monster. I mean, who is the monster and who is the man? The hunchback of Notre Dame Riddle. You know, Jeffrey was just more of a monster. The man in this case was Richard um, Berman, the judge. He was a smart judge. I think now the survivors have bits and pieces of his estate and stuff because he ruined their lives and there is one survivor who did paintings of everybody so that's really cool you know i really liked how the survivors were very poignant in their testimony and stuff but what i did not like was alan dershowitz what the fuck was he doing on that docuseries didn't i say there would be language I'm sorry, but Alan Dershowitz, I don't think I like him very much. And his name is Public Knowledge. Disclaimer, any names I mention here are publicly in the docuseries, so whatever, just watch it, okay? Um, I won't go into details about this because I want all of you to watch the docuseries. And it's really cool, and I'm actually going to do... I'm actually going to do a book review in just a second, but, um, I might not do a book review. Oh, well. But book reviews are going to be part of the, um, thing. Yeah, book reviews. Aren't they lovely? Um, you guys might be wondering, like, where the hell were you when Jeffrey Epstein was killed? Or killed himself? Well, I've got news. I think we went to Joe's Crab Shack that day. I remember it as though somebody had knocked him silly. And it's kind of the same way I remember the Osama Bin Laden killing. Now, Osama Bin Laden was a whole different issue. Different president, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I get it. But the other thing... I remember was I had just gotten home from the Crab Shack with Art and Diana. This was back before this coronavirus crap had just taken off. And I remember having at least one crab ball, like a fried ball of crab meat. And it was like all doughy and stuff. And then I had this really good crab Alfredo pasta thing. And I remember the food I was eating before this happened. And then I get home and I hear, oh, Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide. I'm like, what the hell? And what the survivors do not know about what I was doing the day Jeffrey Epstein committed damn suicide. I was thinking, oh my God, what are those women going to do now? That was just the stupidest way to avoid accountability. Oh, oh, I don't want to be held accountable. Loud and clear. Jeffrey Epstein had pretty much spoken when his body was wheeled out of the damn jail cell. It was like, I don't want to be held accountable. I'm a rich, powerful guy and I deserve everything. Well, I'm sorry, but I think the guy's probably rotting in hell anyway. But I'm not gonna... I want you guys to watch the docuseries because it's... The survivors give details about their abuse and other stuff that they had to do. And they even take you inside the Epstein mansion in Florida and other places where the abuse took place. So, and he even had his own damn private island. Well, 
I knew he had his private island before I watched his docuseries, but they're going to give you lots of details about the private island and all that stuff in the docuseries. What you need to do is watch the docuseries. Um, I don't know who the hell did audio description. Damn, I, I can't remember the damn credits, but... Um, there are lots and lots and lots of things that I wanted to say about the docuseries, but a lot of the things I would say are spoilers, so forget it. I'm not even going to say half of it because I want you guys to watch it. And now, looks like I think we've come to the end of what I wanted to say. Um, okay, I guess, um, before I hesitate. Here is Beth's tech tidbit of the day. And this I found out while I was watching the docuseries I mentioned earlier. You can charge an Apple TV remote with any lightning cord connected to a USB or an outlet of some kind in the wall. You guys are going to be pretty floored. But, oh my god. If you own a Beztech power station like I do... And I'm going to talk a little bit about my best tech power stations. I have like two of them. I have two best tech power stations. Am I crazy? Yes. I love my best tech power stations. They have wireless charge pads on top. They have six USB chargers. And each of them has eight outlets. And I have a lot of USB to charge blah blah outlets and other kinds of weird stuff I charge and plug in like the damn drives and other weird stuff um but yeah I plugged my Apple remote into the I I plugged the Siri remote into that little um USB port thing with a lightning cord cable and it just it it charged you don't have to use the cord it came with cords are just cords but that's this is a little tidbit of the day and yeah um to contact me directly please go to denverqueen.com Please visit my Facebook if you have not been, obviously, blocked. Twitter is followable, provided you've been a good boy or girl or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, uh, MeWe is getting some upgrades. I'm happy to say that MeWe is also up there on the website. All of my links are there. You can also ch- check out the podcast at thethroneroom.denverqueen.com. Listen to it on Spotify and other platforms. You can listen to past episodes right here on Anchor and on Apple Podcasts and other things like that. 
please, I don't want to beg for ratings, but please give me a good rating on this podcast. It helps me gauge my listeners' enjoyment of the podcast. Please do not download or redistribute my podcast to anybody, anywhere, including all those, well, humble pirates. I will not raise money for said pirates. I'm sorry. But pirates do not belong on my podcast unless they're the ones who, um, you know, that guy from freecreditreport.com. I'll, I'll gladly interview that guy if I can find out who the hell he was. Um, but I'll be glad to interview people who can dress up as pirates, but I will not interview actual modern pirates. If they keep begging me for their money. Otherwise, I will sing. Gladly try to put the We Are The World parody that, like, Capital Steps does. And it it says, the lyrics are, We Are The World, We Are The Pirates. And it's some sort of weird thing that Cher and Bob Dylan... Like, people in that song make fun of Cher and Bob Dylan a lot. And Cher and Bob Dylan are made fun of so much. I feel bad for both of those people. Really, I do. I don't I, I don't know how they can stand it. Like, Capital Steps does this. But I think they do it really well because, like, the Somali pirates are a problem. But pirates anywhere in the world are a problem. Piracy is a problem. I get it. But, you know what? I don't count myself as one of them. There are people in the blind community and elsewhere that do not have the decision-making power to buy movies and TV shows. I don't consider Audio Vault a pirating site at all. There is no video hosted on this site. And there is a disclaimer on that site, by the way, that says clearly that no video is hosted there. We're not taking away people's incomes. Blah, 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 uploaders, yada, yada. Yeah, you got it. You got it. And I want to say, if I do put that We Are The World parody on here, it's really weird. It's going to be a weird, it's going to be a pretty good showdown between We Are The World, the people who've actually wrote that song, and the ones who are saying, oh, but, oh, please give the pirates money. So we don't have to be pirates anymore. Okay, whatever. I don't care. But (laughs) the only pirates I will have here on this podcast are the guys on freecreditreport.com. And I will interview people who are actually dressed as pirates. You know, whatever. I'll see you guys later, man. If you'd like to be on this podcast, please email me at denverqueen at gmx.com. That is, unless you're a pirate. And where the hell are you going to get an email, a Wi-Fi, or an internet server? Ha ha, not on board your pirate ship. I don't want to see it. <laughs> if you are one of those weirdos who emails me at denverqueen at gmx.com, you need to include the following things. Your topic sentence should include your name. Your paragraph must include your name. Does it really have to be a topic sentence? Your name... What you do, if you do anything at all, 
and what you'd like to talk about in the interview process and things like that. Please uh, include a date and time when you can be available and let me know if there's anything else I can possibly help with. I will see you guys next week. I apologize for not having gotten this done earlier. I was considering not doing a podcast due to Memorial Day. But I thought the better of it when I saw that little thing in the news and the whatever. I'll see you guys later.